So get this. So now, obviously, with the dawn of technology and all that, right, there is inevitably a bajillion ways to meet people. Granted, they all came to a halt when COVID came back, but now it's sort of kind of, or came on, but now it's starting to kind of rectify itself a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. AJ McCall at VFX for the Auto Matrix Group debated eight. Um, so here's the thing. A survey was done, and it asked people, uh, basically, it asked them how they met and then whether or not uh, they picked a three-year line if you're still married past three years, right? Okay. So apparently, the most likely way that could end, end and these are small numbers, but 12% of couples who met online were divorced within the first three years. Interesting. 8% who met in school, 7% who met at work, and just 2% who met through friends or family. Now, is there like an age range that they've put on this because really that's the the curious part for me more so than anything because like yeah of course a majority of people are going to be meeting online at this point in time so duh yeah, right. like it, so, higher higher the odds for it higher the numbers higher the odds that they're going to break up faster so this specific survey was done for people over 30 okay so i i, I to me that's like all right we're going to cut this off we're going to let you get all the the weirdness and all that stuff out of your system <laughs> And now, all right, now let's see, now that you're in the, de- probably in the in the hunt for something serious. Now we'll I check mean, it out. Like, yes, but also, like, Dustin and I have talked about this before. You know, Dustin's 33, and we've talked about, like, online dating and stuff. And at this point, unless, there, there's not, not a ton of people are really utilizing all of the other like social media platforms or fair. whatever as well. So I feel like there's a little bit of a like a disconnect too. So I don't know. It's just interesting. It would be interesting to know what online essentially encompasses. Does it mean a dating platform? Does it mean through a social media platform? Does it mean they were emailing? Like what 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 are you doing? <laughs> I think it encompasses all of the above. I don't think it's anything specifically. The interesting thing is the gaps change. After you make it through the first three years, so actually for the after you make it past three, the least likely to make it to a decade is the is the couples who met uh, via work, which is interesting, <laughs> and that's twenty four percent. That 20- makes that makes total sense though, because it's like after eventually you end up breaking up because work changes. I'm assuming your job is not going to be the same. For 10 years, you know, either you leave work or you break up and then leave work. Like, I mean, plus, it's also not a bad idea to have like a little bit of distance, like to give yourself kind of your own things, too. So but here's so this is this is really interesting to me because, um, okay, online dating, I get it. So like to me, that would suggest then that you're not going to make it through the first three years because maybe just maybe, maybe just maybe you actually um, you uh don't necessarily know what you're getting into and then you decide to call it quits early but the crazy thing to me is the fact that it shifts past the once you get past the three years Mm -hmm. um and so it's really interesting obviously that all the quote old-fashioned ways which is just basically code for not online right are the ones that are most successful the first three years in because i think you know body language context all that all that yeah the thing that blows my mind though is that for the first three years specifically and going forward, it says that the most successful ones, at least initially in terms of avoiding divorce, are friends of friends or friends of family. 
Interesting. I have a huge bone to pick with that because I have not found that to be proven true. In fact, I find it to be quite the opposite. Okay. And that is what we're going to continue with when we get into the next part of the Automatrix Group debate at 8. Um, 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. And, of course, 435-787-0945, the number to call if you want to be part of the AJ and McCall show. But uh, online, not saying you're doomed, just means that those first three years, you got to watch out to determine the likelihood of a successful marriage. Automatrix Group Debate to Date continues in about 10 minutes with AJ McCall and VFX. First, the weekend. Most likely to get you through the first three years with success of marriage is dating a friend of a friend or a friend of a family member, according to a survey that was done for people over the age of 30. I have a bone to pick with that, AJ McCall at VFX, because the idea I get, because you think, right, friend of friend, friend of family member, it's easy. Fundamentally, you already have to, I would think, like them in some capacity because they were brought in by people I'm assuming you choose to hang out with. Right. And so the idea is like, this is easy. We already have the same interest. We just we just pick it up and we do our thing and this will be great. And then like, she's tight with my friends. I'm tight with her friends, vice versa, whatever. The problem is, is that that's, that's only the good part. And in relationships, it doesn't always go to the good part. Right. Because like relationships can crash and burn. My personal experience has been dating friends of friends, specifically friends of friends, atrocious. It does not go well. Because there's... On top of a bevy of other things, it's like, how do you juggle those relationships once it doesn't work out? How do you do that? Honestly, I don't know how you could even figure out how to navigate it. Because at first you'd think, yes, everything's going to sort itself out. Everything will end up being fine. But in long term, I think you end up going to one party or the other. Yeah, I think lines are in draw. Like, so I, I can tell you a story. So um, my my core group of four friends that I had, I, I reference this all the time, right? So uh, in college, girl came along. Her name is Kim. Great. Consider her one of my best friends. So she married into the group, but she's great. So being a girl and the rest of us being guys, inevitably her friends cross paths with us. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as is in college, it happens. So I dated two friends of hers. Another buddy of mine has dated, I think, four friends of hers. Every single one of those relationships ended terribly. Ugh. They went bad. And here's the here's the thing. And I, I maintain, I will speak on behalf of me and Jeff, who's the other guy. I don't think that we were 100% great in all that. But I'll tell you what, in a lot of those situations, those, those relationships didn't go well because somebody did something they weren't supposed to on the other end. And the problem became, well, how do you balance that? Because they were her friends. Now they've revealed a part of their her character or their character that maybe you didn't know. And so how do you balance that? Because you still want to be friends with them. But the fact is also we are, she's married into our friend group. It's not like all of a sudden she could split from us because we're best friends with her soon to be husband. Right. And so what inevitably happened, I think, is she sort of kind of just fell out of touch with it. And I feel terrible about it. Mm-hmm. And that's why my policy from that point forward was like, no, friends of friends. It's just, it sounds good in theory, but it's just too risky. It really is. It's high risk. It's high risk, high reward. And in relationships, I think more often than not, for the average person, right, you're gonna swing more than you're gonna you're gonna hit mm-hmm. because you, it, it's just how it works. You're not not everybody's gonna find their high school sweetheart. You're not gonna find love at first sight. Right. It sucks, but it's just it's a it's a numbers game. Inevitably, you and part of it is just growth. You're also not gonna be who you are. I'm 32. I was not the same as I was at 26, 22, or 18. Uh huh. But that's what blew my mind is that those are the most successful ones to get through. And I think it's probably because. 
I guess that now that I realize that, that statistic makes sense in terms of that point, making it through to get married, because if you can make it through the initial part and get to the point of marriage, fair. Right. Because really, if you're going to crash and burn, it's probably going to come sooner rather than later. Right. And then all of a sudden, all bets are off. Who knows? But online dating, not worth it. In long run, work dating, not worth it. No. And I actually, I can tell you, <laughs> I won't get into it because I want to talk about online, but dating, dating coworker, not a good idea either.